Hospitals and health organizations today face so many challenges, and many of those affect the bottom line. One presiding factor in all of this is how patients feel about their level of service, and that's why it's critical to talk about the patient experience. Good afternoon, listeners. Thank you for being here once again to listen. And I want to say uh, I really, really do appreciate your comments and reaching out to me and actually asking questions and and making really good, valid observation. And as many of you notice, if you listen to it several times, you'll probably pick up that I do share some of these because I think they're very important. I have the great privilege today to interview another co-worker, a colleague at PRC, and um, her name is Kendall Agassi. Hello. Hi, how are you? Glad to glad for you to be here with me today. She is um, Vice President of Operations for a sister corporation, or excuse me, a division of PRC called Horizon Health Fund. And um, she has been with our company for a while and had the opportunity to work together. But I feel this is so important inpatient experience to have this service that we offer and kind of for us to explain a little bit what it's about. You know, I've had a lot of things that really make me really stop and think about patient experience and in turn trying to make it better. And I found that patients, including myself and even family members, there are two fears they have about going for a procedure or a hospitalization or or surgery. First of all, they have anxiety and fear about What are the results going to be? I know uh, I couldn't wait till I, uh, this was a couple of years ago, I had a CAT scan um, for uh, actually lung cancer. And I couldn't wait to get the answer. Uh, And it, what turned out looked like it was going to be bad. Uh, The CAT scan proved it Everything was okay. And then there's another anxiety. Is the cost involved in a sickness or hospitalization that I think can call, maybe cause even more stress uh, for a fa- uh, patient and even their family? Uh, missed time at work, uh, just the fear of not being able to pay for it. I found two matters exist with a medical procedure or hospitalization. Uh, I have actually gone through this myself, and in talking with others, there's always a fear of what the surgical procedure or the diagnostic procedure is going to find. There's always anxiety over all of that. And um, that's very common 
It happens to all of us. And it happened to me personally. And then the other anxiety, and it may be just as great or greater, is the anxiety regarding how you're going to pay for this. It suddenly becomes a financial issue or even a large financial burden. Kendall, over the last 10 years, do you think high deductible health plans have changed the landscape in, of health care for providers? Certainly for patients. They're, they're feeling it a lot when they're um, hospitalized with bills they, they can't afford. High deductible health plans leave them responsible to pay a lot of money. So yeah, I think there's definitely been an impact to patients over the last 10 years on the rise of high deductible health plans, mainly not in popularity, but in how much they cost um, per month and just what they can afford monthly. I think that's been the number one driver of them. You know, I found interesting to hear some people talk and say, wow, I got health insurance and I got it for $138 a month. And uh, was that not a deal? <sighs> I said, how much is your deductible? $10,000. <laughs> and it's really a, it's a problem. It's um, health insurance is high and deductibles are high. I have even heard the term, the new self-pay. Mm-hmm. And that's simply not traditional pure self-pay, but it is the large deductibles after the insurance pays. So, yeah, I, it, it is both difficult on the provider and the patient. In your opinion, do you, have you, have patients been effective? Uh, have you seen a patient affected adversely because of this? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, working at Horizon Health Fund and patient financing and as well before I did patient financing and early out, you see balances, you know, like you said, five, ten, fifteen thousand dollars sometimes that patients are um, left responsible for. And, you know, there's statistics out there that Americans, um, over half of Americans wouldn't be able to afford an unexpected of expense of five hundred dollars. So how do you imagine them to afford a $5,000 expense? Right, right. Um, they don't have the savings, but it's just a risk they take and hope hope they don't go to the hospital that year. That's right. Do you think hospitals are struggling financially with this rise in deductibles, as I call the new self-pay? Yeah. Um, I would think so. Um, I've, I've never worked for a hospital before, but as far as being on the collection side of things, I, I certainly think it's harder to collect on high balances. And that's what a high deductible plan is. It's the insurance not being as great of a payer as they were, and it's the patients paying more. And that's always going to be more difficult to right. collect on. It's going to it's gonna lower your, your self-pay yeah, revenue. You know, as I realized, it's been over the last few days, actually, that I've been in healthcare 40 years. I feel it. I look it. <laughs> I act like it. And uh, I know um, when I speak to audiences, I always like to find out how many people have been in healthcare this many years. And, you know, I've seen people 40 and 50 years. Um, and then I say, I cannot believe you're still standing. 
But healthcare is a different field. But, you know, back in, and I hate to say, back in the old days, my dad used to say comments, back in my day, well, back when I first started in healthcare, I think state employees had Blue Cross Blue Shield of North Carolina. I think that is correct, if my memory serves me right. And um, they pretty much paid everything. Mm -hmm. But the private room difference. And the private room difference, if you chose to stay in a private room as opposed to semi-private was $5 a day. So if the patient uh, checked out, when they checked out of the hospital, if they had a private room for five days, they had us $25. Well, that's not a large amount compared to what we're talking about now. Mm -hmm. But we always, always collected that at the point of service. Now things have changed, and so many things have changed in hospitals and in healthcare providers. Do you really think these healthcare providers as a good way of promoting a great patient experiences are providing solutions for that, for them to actually pay their bills. Right. Some, I think some hospitals do and some haven't yet. I don't think, I think they realize that there's a need to provide options. Maybe they haven't chosen the path in which to do it yet. Um, some hospitals have more resources than others or just um, more dedicated teams of front collections. And, um, you know, it, it depends on the hospital. Um, I think everyone wants to provide those options. Um, patient financing is certainly a way to do that. And I think more hospitals are moving in that direction. Right, right. Mm -hmm. Not only hospitals, but even uh, providers of eye care. Mm -hmm. uh, providers of veterinary care, mm -hmm. um, you can actually, they provide that funding. Right. And um, I did not realize how expensive it was to go to the veterinarian. I, you know. I was there last week. Oh, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was a patient, there was a financing option. Yeah, it really was. Mm -hmm. And it was, you know, very expensive. And I'm not slamming you veterinarians. You're great people. But... There's a lot of expense involved. So we have a hospital CV, CFO, let's say, and um, they tend to really be involved in the part to alleviate financial anxiety. Um, what can they do? Tell me a little bit more about Horizon Health Fund and what it offers to patients. Right. So it's an it's an all-inclusive patient loan program. So every patient that walks through the door is offered the same four options that everyone else is, you know, going to be offered. So it's not all over the board. It's not different interest rates or um, it's not based off credit scoring. It's not based off what kind of payer the patient is. So um, it is a voluntary all-inclusive option for them to give. Certainly offer a voluntary all-inclusive patient loan program like Horizon Health Fund, um, we like to base our, our program based off the clientele. Yeah. Tony doesn't like me to say that. 
it's the the patient population. Should the I say patient um, mix? Patient or, mix. Yeah. Okay. The pa- yeah, the patient population, the demographics. The demographics. Yes. That's patient what, yeah. demographics. Okay. Yeah. So offering a voluntary, all-inclusive patient loan program like Horizon Health Fund gives CFOs um, the ability to look at their patient demographics and see which program would be most effective. Um, so we offer kind of a customizable program where you look at your patient base and you say um, they are not going to be receptive to paying interest. So as a hospital, I would like to, um, you know, take more of the fee off the front end and offer a no interest to low interest um, patient program. You pick a plan and that's what you offer to your entire patient base. Um, And I think it has really helped some of our hospitals collect more up front, the more educate, the more they're educating their patients, um, the more successful we are. So um, I think as a hospital CFO, if you know that all of your patients are being offered a program where it's not dependent on the patient credit score or um, their propensity to pay or where they're from, then I think you're going to have a happier patient. We just, uh, Bingo, we just had a uh, one of those good moments to really, uh, to really comment on what you just said about patient experience, and that was educating the patient, you know, explaining to them and catching them as early as you can mm-hmm. in the pre-admission process, you know, in the visit to the patient, that you are educating them and you are not only educating them, you're making them understand it, and then you are providing an option. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're doing here. It's an option, and it's a good option. And one thing I, I really got picked up that you just said, the patient demographics. Uh, I like the idea there's different programs for different hospitals based on the patient demographics. Mm-hmm. You know, I was um, traveling the other day into a, um, you know, I travel with my job all over North Carolina, East Tennessee, Virginia, and different places, but mainly in North Carolina, and I see so many um, different situations. But I was driving into a town, and I thought to myself, oh, this town is probably going to be one of those towns that was forgot about, and um as I got into town, the first thing I saw were two factories, two huge factories, and cars in the parking lot. And I got into the downtown area, and the downtown was hustling and bustling. That town was working. And obviously, you could see that by businesses open, you know, the town was working. And then within the same trip, I went into a city and saw empty factories. And as you got into town, you could see they were depressed areas. So you're saying you can offer a program that fits their demographic need and um, bottom line, make, meets their need. Is that correct? Right. Yeah. You're not going to be successful if you... Don't offer a pro- program you know is going to work for your patients. Um, 
And I think it's really important to make a patient financing program successful for you and for your patient and f- and for your financing partner. Yeah, right. That's, um, I mean, that catches my attention right there above anything else. Um, it's almost like, uh, it's almost like you help them find what is best for them. Mm-hmm. So do you get any feedback from uh, the patients? What do they say? Can you explain how it works for the patient to begin with? Yeah, so what happens is, ideally, the hospital educates them, uh, like you said, pre-service, um, that their estimated cost is going to be X amount. Um They'll have the option to pay it in full, pay it, you know, with a discount if they're not able to pay it in full. Um, Or they have a partner, Horizon Health Fund, that offers patient payment plans. Um, So the more educated the patient is, the better, um, like like we were discussing. And um, if the patient does need a payment plan, once insurance is processed, it is flagged to come to Horizon Health Fund, at which point our representatives reach out um, they're sent a welcome packet with all the information, um, how to make a payment, what their due date is. And after that first payment is is made to Horizon Health Fund, we fund the hospital for that patient balance. Um, going forward, Horizon Health Fund would send the statements um, as well as monitor that payment plan. Wow. So the hospital gets their money up front. <laughs> That's the goal. So this is a win-win situation. Right. And um, I think that this is something that really needs to be considered as far as just being a good hospital and a good hospital with exceptional customer service and and, um, patient relations. and, And again, the word that I love so much is patient experience. Do you ever have any hospital staff members that make comments of uh, how they've seen it work? Yeah, we. I mean, we work closely with um, the point of rever- rep- point of service representatives at the hospitals, and they email us on a daily basis. Have you talked to uh, Miss Smith? Um, she she called she called you. She didn't have the right number. Um, so we work with them closely about how to set up patients, who to contact how to get them on the right track. Um, and then at that point, when we get when we do get in touch, they're aware that we were going to be calling. They're aware of which pl- payment plan they already want. Yeah. Um, and I think the hospital staff is the most useful part of this entire program. If, if they are um, engaged with the patients, um, they can tell them their options in person. I think that makes the entire experience um, you know, it's it's not a shock when we get the patient on the phone. It's yeah. it's already it's already completely decided in their mind um, which payment plan they want. So yeah. I think the point of service staff is is key to making the program work. So I'm going to ask this question: Do you see the patients relieved of this anxiety more after this plan is offered? Yeah, absolutely. Um, they're given. You, you know, four options to pay their plans. They're, um, they're not pushed into anything. It's certainly a different environment from um, 
a collection side. We give them their options. We take a step back. We let them think it over, um, and they choose whatever's best for their budget. It's not it's not a collection process where you say, um, you know, how much can you pay today? How much? What's the most you can pay monthly? Um, it's definitely more customer service based. We like to give the patients. Um, you know, time to think about it, what's going to work best for their budget. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of relief that comes with that. It's, it's different. It's a different mindset instead of, instead of collecting or helping. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, as I wrap this up right now, I think there's one thing I want to say again, educate your patients, educate them in every way possible. Mm-hmm. And as you educate the patients, then offer an option. I know some hospitals have, uh, and we actually did this when I was on the hospital side uh, several years back, several years way back it seems, but we offered uh, a program where we help patients locate possible payers such as Medicaid. And um, I know of a situation where a young man had nothing basically, but he did qualify for Medicaid, and it took that option for that person, and he got Medicaid and was he was in pretty bad shape, and later became well because of this advantage, and it it goes for a uh, as good patient experience, a healthier patient, um, a healthier discharge, and. Um, is there any other benefits that you can think of, uh, like a, the interest rate? It is low, right? It's low or non-existent. Yeah, <laughs> for yeah, for yeah. a lot of plans. Um, and yeah, benefit-wise is one pro, one pro to Horizon Health Fund is that it is a revolving line of credit. So um, we always educate patients when we get them on the phone that if they have future hospital bills that they come across, hopefully they don't. Um, but if they end up needing more care in the future, they're always able to add on to that payment plan that they have currently set up. Um, we will renegotiate the terms if they need to, if the if the new payment amount is too high. Right. Um, so we like to work with them and let them know that if if you do have a future cost, that right. we're able to accommodate them. Please um, accept my thanks for this. I think vital option that we help hospitals offer the patients and this has been very eye-opening and um, again patient experience is about creating better ways to care for the patient and making it a good experience i'll have to close with one story uh I left my role in the hospital after 22 years on June 28, 2002. I think that's correct, which means I've been out of the hospital for 17 years. About a year ago, I got a a phone call, and it was a gentleman that I used to, who would come to my office or call me, and uh, and I'm not going to give his name, uh, but um, he uh, I couldn't do that. But anyway, he would he called me about a year ago at home. Said, "How are you?" 
And I recognized his voice. I said, well, I am good. How are you? He said, I'm doing pretty good. Would you put me down for $5 a month on my hospital bill? And I said, oh, I'm not there anymore. I can't do that anymore. He said, you're not there. And I said, no, I've been gone like 17 years. He said, who must I talk to? And I and I gave him a name to talk to. You don't, well, you don't have the $5 a month anymore, but I, I always remember, I want to pay a little bit along on that hospital bill. How much you want to pay? $5. Well, that is a little bit along on a $10,000 bill, but mm-hmm. you know, Hospitals were able to be more accommodating back then than they are now. Mm-hmm. And so this is a program that's good. Uh, and to the listeners, uh, give us a call. Uh, give Tony Mary a call. Give Kendall a call. Um, just reach out to them through our website. Is that right? Yeah, of course. And um, we will gladly uh, respond to you and be glad to help you. And also, anytime you need me, as a resource in your hospitals with training on patient experience. I, uh, I'm i available for that also. I have one session I call taking the cuss out of customer service, and that's just what it is, taking the cuss out of customer service. Thanks for listening today, folks. God bless, and have a great fall. Thanks for joining us today for the patient experience. Please help us out by sharing our show with a healthcare professional in your life or by leaving us a review on iTunes or your preferred podcast platform.